I am a huge fan of coinages when they feel appropriate, when you make up language mm -hmm. for your brand. And I think that that is evocative too. Physique engineer, there's some science going into this. There's a process to this. We can deconstruct and reconstruct the elements here that it gives me certainty as a listener that he has dissected this intellectually to now demonstrate it to me. So that's some of the stuff. I'm going to push back on that okay. a little bit. Okay, give I, it to me. If the point here is answering why should I trust you, when you're trying to get someone to trust you, I think you have to use words that they recognize. So certified nutrition coach is great, but physique engineer in the same sentence where he's like trying to get me to trust him, mm. it kind of works against it for me personally. Welcome everyone to our first mini audit episode of Podcast Marketing Trends Explained, where we are going to be doing a kind of review and give some suggestions to a listener of the show who has left a review for us. Uh, this review came from Apple Podcasts and it is from Philip Pape. Shout out to Philip, who is the host of Wits and Weights. So Justin, I would love to know from your perspective, you pull up this as a prospective listener. What's the kind of first impression? What's going through your mind as you, you come across this show listing? Okay, I've got it pulled up in Apple Podcasts here. Uh, first impressions, nice show art, big mm -hmm. title. Uh, he has a human face on his show art, which I think can be can be effective. Um, wits and weights. Initially, I thought you said width, like W-I-D-T-H, mm -hmm. but the title is wits. Um, so maybe, so one of my rules for podcast branding is that you want it to be audible, your title. This is pretty good, but just a little, little mention there. Um, the title is long. Wits and Weights, Nutrition, Lifting, Muscle, Metabolism, and Fat Loss. I mean, one thing I like about it is right away, I know what the show's about. It sounds like fitness, nutrition. Um, he's in the cover. He's showing a little muscle. He looks healthy. So I already kind of know what I'm in for. Uh, I do like, I've, I haven't read the whole thing, but I do like the first three or four words of his description. Okay, so we'll, we'll save that for a second. I'll, uh, I'll chime in with my first impressions here as well, and then we'll get into the description here. So I agree with you. The cover art feels uh, legitimate. It feels professional. It feels like when I look at this, I'm like, okay, this is somebody who has put some thought into how the show is presented. And like you, I, I like mm -hmm. the big text. And so it's really readable, even at small sizes, you know, wits and weights. One of the things I think a lot about with titles is, is it evocative? And I read a book on naming things. Uh, I think it's called Hello, My Name is Awesome. One of the things that she talked about with brand names and product names is, is it evocative? And so I, I think about this mm. all the time where it is to some extent descriptive. And so you have a, an immediate sense of what mm -hmm. the show is, but also there's something that you imagine what more it is than just that blunt description. And it's a hard thing to like mm. teach a little bit, but it's like, you know it when you see it. And so this one is kind of like weights. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fitness oriented. And I think that that's bolstered by the fact that Philip on the cover here, like looks like he's got some nice arms here. Looks like he's, he's pretty like mm -hmm. well-built in a, not like overly bodybuildery type way, but somebody looks like healthy, I would say. And so I think that that mm -hmm. the wits part of it is kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking there's some strategy to this. It's, it's about maybe doing it a little bit, um, work smarter, not harder type thing. Maybe that's where my mind is going. So I think mm -hmm. that that works. He's got this kind of lime green color for his name and for some of the keywords related to it, which kind of stands out. And uh, yeah, the last thing that I would say about looking at the cover art here is 
I really like this photo of him. And I, I know you have a whole mm-hmm. theory on uh, photos, profile pictures that we don't need to get into right now. <laughs> Ask Justin at, at, at Podcast Movement or a conference sometime and he will tell you. He's done the <laughs> research. Um, but when I look at this photo, it's this great kind of like like I said before, he, he's in like a, a gray T-shirt and he looks like healthy, uh, not mm-hmm. like overly just like mm-hmm. jacked or anything like that. It feels like somebody that I'd be like, oh, this is feels like if I were aspiring to get more active, work out more um, which I'm currently not, maybe I would aspire to be somebody uh, like with this kind of physique here. And I think that it it doesn't feel overly Mm -hmm. aggressive or it strikes a really nice balance. It feels like a a person that I would like to get to know and, and listen to. So that's my kind of first impression based on cover art. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's fascinating, like hearing you talk through it and then hearing myself talk through it, how much is communicated by this piece of artwork, which is something that I always tell people like, yeah, you should spend more time and money on this than you will want to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So let's talk about yeah. the, the description and, here. Did you have something else to add to that? Yeah, just the description. I just, I haven't even read the whole thing, but I just like, he starts with saying, for skeptics of the fitness industry. Great. And that, I like it. It's a little like- There's a strong positioning uh, angle here. Yeah, and a little mm-hmm. evocative, you know? It's it's like, oh, okay, like- so instantly, like if I've been a skeptic and I have of the fitness industry, it's like, okay, he's kind of speaking yep. my language. Um, it's just a great, even if that's all I read for skeptics of the fitness industry, he continues, but I'm that might be yep. all I read. And I think there's something instructive in that. Your first four or five words might be all you get people to read. And uh, he's got some great ones there. Okay, so take us through the, the um, whole description and then goes, here. Maybe just read it out loud and uh, and we'll kind of summarize it after yeah. we pull things out. Yeah. Uh, for skeptics of the fitness industry who want to live longer by getting stronger with strength training and sustainable nutrition. Certified nutrition coach and high-performance physique engineer, Philip, is it Pape or Pape? Uncovers science-backed strategies for movement, metabolism, muscle, and mindset. You'll get stronger, optimize your nutrition to build muscle and lose fat, upgrade your body composition, and achieve physical self-mastery through a healthy skepticism of exercise and nutrition science. Interesting. Hit follow and let's dive into the world of evidence-based lifting and nutrition. Hmm. Um, my two favorite lines, uh, my, my favorite sections for skeptics of the yep. fitness industry and through a healthy skepticism of exercise and nutrition science. Those are the two parts that stood out to me. The rest of it, I find a little wordy. Uh, what are your, what are your, some of your thoughts? Yeah, so some of the things that stand out to me, I like that the skeptical side of things, and that actually, what's interesting is, I had not read this description before, and as I kind of talked through the cover art, I was kind of like, oh, there's some kind of work smarter, not harder. There is this like breaking of conventional wisdom. And so I think that that's mm. always intriguing to people in any topic if there's like everybody thinks this but in reality this that's always Mm -hmm. an interesting hook for any content and so he's playing into that here which is great and i think that yeah he's speaking to people who might feel uh disenfranchised by traditional fitness industry which is great strong positioning angle find like a villain or an enemy that you can unite your people against um a really important part of any kind of marketing strategy um, whether that's like another mm-hmm. brand, usually that's getting a little spicy for for my taste, but more of a like status quo type idea. I think that's really good. Um, other things that stand out here, 
he says certified nutrition coach and high performance physique engineer. So I think he's coining this term physique engineer, which I, I like. I am a huge fan of coinages when they feel appropriate and when you make up language mm -hmm. for your brand. And I think that that is evocative too, because that hints mm -hmm. at, okay, physique engineer, there's some science going into this. There's a process to this. We can deconstruct and reconstruct the elements here that it gives me certainty as a listener that like, oh, he has dissected this intellectually to now demonstrate it to me. Um, yeah. So that's some of the stuff. I'm going to push back on that okay. a little bit. Okay. Give I, it to me. I, I think, I mean, certified nutrition coach, it's like, okay, that, that feels like I want, if, if the point here is answering, why should I trust you? You, when you're, when you're trying to get someone to trust you, I think you have to use words that they recognize. So if the, if the point is to get people to trust you, certified nutrition coach is great. Yes. If you're trying to be evocative, I think, and I'm not sure if it's possible in this description, but you might want to tease it to say, you'll also learn why he calls himself a physique engineer and not a whatever. Um, because then it's like, okay, like, but physique engineer in the same sentence where he's like trying to get me to trust him, mm. it kind of works against it for me personally. Okay. Um, but I do like the kind of evocative part I think the the description should give your fans some keywords which they can use to share your show. Mm, so mm -hmm. if if someone says, "Hey, what shows are you listening to?" and I go, "Oh, you got to check out Wits and Weights," and they go, "What's it about?" or "Why should I listen to it?" I need something I can grab onto. And so I might say, "Oh, it's for skeptics of the fitness industry." He like delves into stuff that, you know, like the fitness industry is saying one thing, but he like really gets into the science of, of it and he's got an engineering background. So then he deconstructs it, deconstructs it from an engineering point of view. Yeah. You're giving me the words to say as a fan. And um, I think I would like tighten this up so that it's a little tighter and it's basically just focused on this idea of if I was going to try to give someone a one-liner that they could use when they're sharing it with a friend or when a, a friend says, well, why should I listen? It's like, yeah, why should I listen? Yeah. Well, this is for skeptics of the fitness in industry and I deconstruct fitness advice from an engineering perspective. Yeah, That's it. Help me as a fan share it with a friend. But that also just becomes a great tagline for the show. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I think that you can, I think you can do both is like working at some point that concise pithy phrase into it. And then the other thing, mm -hmm. this is like hit or miss where I do like that he talks a little bit at length about some of the topics. And so get stronger, optimize nutrition, build muscle, lose fat, upgrade your body composition, achieve physical self mastery. That one's like a little bit, uh, probably not the language his audience is using, but those other ones certainly are things that it's like there's these like dog whistle things. You see that phrase and you're like, oh, that aligns with like, yep, that's me. And it like attracts you to it a little bit where it it perks you up because, you know, in the back of your mind, like, yeah, I do want to up body composition. I know that's something I think about if I'm, a, you know, a listener of this show or a potential listener. Mm -hmm. Nutrition, build muscle, lose fat. These are things where I'm like, OK, check, 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 check all these things that are on my mind already. And I know now that this show addresses those things without needing to go scroll through multiple episodes here. So I think, yeah, there's a place for that. And also some. Some platforms, this is a searchable field on on some um, podcast platforms, so it does help to get some mm -hmm. of those 
kind of generic phrases in there, but I would kind of backload those and have more of the pithy audience uh, giving them the language up front right at the stop. But I, I think like this yeah. is one of the better first lines and first three words that uh, I think I've come across. So shout out to Philip here. Yeah, I think it's also worth bringing up the show on your device. Mm -hmm. We're getting more of the description here than I'm getting on my iPhone. Interesting. It, it fades out after the word sustainable nutrition. So mm -hmm. basically his first sentence is visible. Um, his full title is visible, which is interesting. So he has this really long title um, and the whole thing is visible in the Apple Podcast app yep. on mobile. So yeah, I think, um, uh, again, how many people are actually going to click more and read the whole thing? Getting that first sentence really tight um, and he's using the title field to his advantage. Yes. Uh, it's and long, the author tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Now, I, I want you to do something okay. quick. I We didn't plan this. I want you to scroll to the bottom and look at the related podcasts, and I want you to tell me which one you would click on. If I'm looking at the related podcasts here. Okay, so... Like, is this a personal, like, which I personally would click I, on? I just, which one, yeah, just first impulse, which one would I click on first? So I'm seeing in, I see two categories here. I see top podcasts in health and fitness, and I see you might also like. And so the top podcast in health and fitness, the first one there, uh, not really a surprise at this point in time, is Huberman Lab. And so mm -hmm. I have, you know, I'm aware of Huberman Lab. I've listened to a few episodes. I recognize his face. I recognize his cover art. So my eye is immediately drawn to that. On the, you might also like, this one is, I think the one that I would click on, the, the cover art I like the most is a show called Iron Culture. Um, okay. I don't think that's actually, I like it from a design perspective, but I don't think I'd actually click on it. Uh, the, the other one that grabs my eye is called Muscle for Life with Mike Matthews, but I'm not really into like building muscle or bodybuilding. So I'm like, I don't know that any of these are really tailored for me. What's, uh, what, mm -hmm. what draws your eye? I just think this is a great exercise for podcasters is you're, you're, if, if, uh, Philip is at a fitness convention, I would just go down to, I would go down to the bottom of Apple podcast to, you might also like, and I would just go around and go, Hey, which of these would you click on? Mm. So it's not his show, yep. but I'm curious about other people in my audience. What would they click on? I love barbell medicine. Okay. It's just something about it is just blunt. Yep. And it's like simple. And uh, it's kind of the opposite of what he's done. It's it's a very short little um, like title. And they actually have no description. Yep. <laughs> so maybe this is an existing brand or something. But I just, I love um, titles where it's like, hey, you should check out barbell medicine. Yeah. It, there's something about it where it's like, oh, interesting, barbell medicine. Like you kind of get it like, yeah, this is my medicine, man. Another like, evocative title. I, I Yeah. So I kind of like that. And their, their artwork is really clean and great. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not in his target market. So yeah. I think this would be a great activity for him to do when he's at the gym, when he's out at a, uh, you know, a conference or whatever, events to just scroll to the bottom, see which of your competitors people would click on. Yep. And then use some of that, um, those learnings and apply it to your show art and your title. Yeah. Awesome. 
So, uh, and just to, I want to reiterate for the people who are not watching this on YouTube or video, but are listening to the audio version. So we mentioned the title and his author tag here. And so his title, the show title is Wits and Weights. And then he's got after that a, I never know what to call this. It's like a, a bar, the, the the vertical line. It's not a slash, but it's a... It's a stick. A stick, <laughs> whatever the up and down line is on the, your keyboard. He's got one of those. And then he says after that, nutrition, lifting, muscle, metabolism, and fat loss. And so essentially what he's doing here is inserting some keywords that any kind of podcast app can pick up on. And so th this has been over the years, Apple has removed shows from its directory for people kind of violating this, but it doesn't really seem to be happening anymore. And there is lots of evidence that this just works. Um, I will mm -hmm. say that personally, I know it works. And so for some people, I'll say like, you know, do it if you want, but it also to me cheapens the brand to some extent. And so I'm not above using any tricks and tactics to, you know, get that foothold and over time, you know, phasing them out. But to me as a, a listener myself, and when I'm like looking at stuff, I'm like, oh, I know the game you're playing and I don't necessarily think less of you, but it's a bit of a flex to like not have to do it. At the same time though, mm -hmm. you know, when you're starting out small, you kind of got to be scrappy and, and kind of fight for whatever you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Test it out. I would test it out for sure. Yeah. Uh, next question I have for you. Okay. Let's do the scroll test. As you scroll the episodes, what jumps out at you? Okay. Episode titles, other things. What kinds of things do you notice? Okay. So the first thing, first episode uh, that is out right now, uh, a couple of things that I notice about this, he's got EP 144 colon and then the title. I am not a big fan of this. I, it is, there is something nice about it because if you do actually reference episodes by their number in your episodes, you can say back in episode 132, we talked about this. That does make it mm -hmm. easier for listeners to find, but I'm not a fan of it from a listener experience perspective where you, you're in the app and it might truncate your title. It's harder. You're giving up screen real estate. And so that's the mm -hmm. first thing that stands uh, out to me here. Uh, the second thing in this first title is uh, overcome. So yo-yo dieting and toxic body image. Those words stand out at me as like, oh, interesting. Those mm -hmm. jump out. And I'm like, okay, if I am dealing with one of those things, that's like a signal. I'm like, this is an episode I might be interested in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you? Uh, first thing I noticed, first episode is an hour and eight minutes long. Interesting. But as I scroll down, next episode, six minutes. Mm -hmm. He's got these like quick little episodes. And, and I, I will uh, say about this on that note that I like that he's given that a title. So these mini episodes are called Quick Wits, which I like is that mm -hmm. it's on brand and it also in the feed distinguishes that this is a different type of episode. Yeah. And it for me, it gives me a lower commitment mm -hmm. entry point into the podcast. Yep. It's like an hour and eight minutes. I don't know. But oh, six minutes. I would I would personally click on that one first. Yeah. Um, I like that it's an option. I like that it's again, if I had to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and to get to a shorter episode, um, maybe I I wouldn't check out the it at all. Um, Apple Podcasts has de-emphasized the trailer episode, which mm -hmm. I think is just a real shame. Yes. Uh, now the 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 call to action at the top is latest episode. Um, the other thing I notice on the app, not visible in the desktop, is uh, it's showing custom episode artwork. Yep. And uh, I would say actually he's got a little too much going on here. It's it's pretty small. And I think you want to be thinking about 
custom episode artwork the way that YouTubers are thinking about thumbnails. Yeah. You want them to be evocative. You want them to be like very little text, two to three words at most. And I think you could use some of those same tricks, like have an image that conveys like, I can't believe it, or wow, or I never would have thought. Uh, and you're not writing that out in words. You're just making the image communicate those things. Yeah. Putting your guest guest's photo in the image. I do this all the time as well. I think it's worth doing if people recognize their face. Yeah. And if that's true, then just make the whole episode artwork their face uh, so that people, and maybe their name, if that's what's going to lead people to click. Um, but if, if, the, if this is just an expert and you're talking about yo-yo dieting, I would have like, go and search yo-yo dieting on YouTube and look at the thumbnails, Ooh. see what comes up. All right. I would use that as inspiration There's a for tip. your episode thumbnails. Yeah. Awesome. Other kind of things that I'm noticing here as I look through Philip's listing, he's got 101 reviews or ratings. And so that to me sends a signal like, okay, the cover art looks professional. Uh, I can understand what mm -hmm. the show's about from the title. And also I see, oh, 101 people have left ratings. Like this must be legit. I can also yeah. see, the, you know, he's got this 100, well, overall, uh, he's got 190 episodes published. And so he's got 144 of the like, feature episodes, I suppose. And then some of these quick wits, I see a weekend Q&A type episode. Um, and so that suggests to me also that there's a lot of signals here that he knows what he's doing. He's been in the game a long time. And this is probably mm -hmm. a worthwhile investment of my time, at least to your point of checking out one of these short episodes here. So I, I yeah. see a, a lot to like about this listing. It gives overall a really solid like first impression. And I think, you know, we can maybe nitpick some of the things with the description or, or maybe episode titles, things like that. But I think from a, a visceral gut reaction, when I look at this, I'm like, this is trustworthy. This is legitimate. It probably is at least worth a test and uh, to see how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love this quick wits uh, idea. There's one uh, called quick wits, how to elevate your fitness game. Just such a great, easy entry point into the podcast. Now there's a tension here because sometimes these shorter bonus episodes can upset uh, existing listeners. Yep. But if you've if you've built it into the culture of the podcast, I could see it just working. It's like, I know I'm going to get a long episode, I'm going to get a quick wits episode, and I'm going to get a weekend Q&A. So yep. he has some categories that, you know, it's like you know what you're in for. And uh, yeah, I kind of dig that. Yeah. I like that as well. And I think if you do this, it becomes really important to title the episode in a way that people know what they're getting. And also, I think what he's done as well as here is you can see that he publishes the different types of episodes. They have defined days. And I think that to your point, like longtime listeners, if they're used to getting a certain experience, if you then start, let's say you publish every day or every week on Tuesday and it's a long form interview and then you start doing short episodes on Tuesdays as well, some people are like, oh, I listen to the show to get that other thing. Whereas if you say, no, 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 you're still going to get that same experience every Tuesday from me. But now there's a bonus on Thursday. There's a different thing. You don't need to listen if you don't want to, but you'll find that these may be, there, there's probably going to be some overlap, but you also might have people who only listen to one type of episode or the other. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So yeah. Any, anything uh, yeah, any closing thoughts, uh, any any advice you would give to Philip or encouragement or anything like that before we, we kind of wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, I think overall, I would keep, 
I would iterate on this for sure. Um, I think there's there's some things I would test out, and I would be doing that test where you take people down to your competitors and just ask them which one they are most likely to click on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I overall, I think he's doing a lot of things right. Yeah, I would I would say the same thing, and you know, I almost. Part of me almost takes back my uh, feedback after I looked a little bit further down the episode list related to the episode 144 because he has Mm. these different categories of episodes that actually Mm. is a kind of distinctive element of the full episode. So I, you know, normally for most people, if all of your episodes are have that number in the title, I would do away with it. But in this case, I actually I think it works. So um, I would say, you know, Philip, obviously you're doing a lot right. I read uh, briefly some of the reviews here at the bottom, which looks like your listeners uh, feel that way as well. The first one, this is a great uh, one. If you, I wish you could pin reviews, but this one, thanks mm. for leading with value is the title, which like as mm-hmm. a prospective listener, like that's what you want to hear. And uh, yeah, I think uh, congrats yeah. on, on any success you've had so far. It looks like you got a lot of reviews, Philip, and, uh, and thanks so much for submitting your show. So um, Justin, if anybody else is looking for uh, some feedback on their show, packaging, cover art, all of the stuff they're listing, uh, how can they submit their show for consideration? Well, the first way is to leave our podcast a review, Podcast Marketing Trends Explained. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating, but then also mention your show. And we will potentially review it on a future episode. Perfect. And as always, uh, we've got a feedback link in the notes as well. So if there is any reason that you would not recommend the show to another podcaster, let us know in the feedback. If you have anything <laughs> constructive, uh, affirmative, we would love to hear that. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. <laughs>